Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents. Our next Reddit post is from Bluebat. So this all started when I decided I wanted to start learning stick. Since my brother-in-law is the only person I know with a manual car, I had him come over and teach me. When the car starts up, it does make a rather loud rev. We made sure to do it in the afternoon as to not wake people up and try to be considerate. Anyways, it was about the third or fourth day of him teaching me when the Karen first appeared. Nice car. Bit too loud for my taste, but still, it's nice. I said, oh, thanks. Mind trying to keep it down a bit? My baby doesn't really seem to like it that much. Yeah, sure. We've been driving in the day so it doesn't wake people up. I didn't know anyone around here had a baby, so I'm sorry about that. It's not a problem. Just be quieter, okay? With that condescending tone and smile on her face, she walked off, which kind of made me mad because I just thought it was a friendly chat. It wouldn't be the first time people have talked to me about my brother-in-law's car thinking it's mine. Two days go by with no sign of her. I wake up, get ready, and wait for brother-in-law to come over so I can start my lesson. I walk outside, and lo and behold, she was there. I thought I told you to keep it down. I'm sorry, I can't control it. It's just how the car starts, and we're not going to leave it running while we're not in it. That's a waste of gas. I don't care. Stop being so loud. With that, she was gone. It always annoys me when people complain about cars being loud. A car is a motor vehicle with a combustion engine in it. Of course it's going to make noise. My brother-in-law got to my place, and off we went. We came back to my house to eat lunch. About two hours or so later, my sister and mom came over and told brother-in-law and I to go look at the car. The entire driver's side was scratched up, and even a tire was popped. Only one person came to mind when I saw it. Karen. My brother-in-law and I walked down to her house, which was only a few houses down and knocked on her door. All we hear come from the other side is, I'm not apologizing. So this led to my brother-in-law saying, Then you better have a good lawyer in court, because that's going to cost a lot to fix, and I'm suing you for every effing cent. Maybe keep it down then, you hick. Maybe don't go keying cars and popping tires and you won't get sued, you bimbo. This went on for about 20 minutes. We head back, call the police, and get everything ready for what was about to come. As soon as the cops arrived, we started to explain what happened. How I was learning stick, how loud the car was, we showed them the damages, told them what Karen said, etc. We were making sure our side was accurate, so we made sure our timeline was correct. After a while, we walked with the police to her house, and it went about as well as you'd expect. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you come out here for a minute? This is the Blank Police Department. We want to speak to you about the car. I'm not apologizing. I told them to keep it down, and they didn't. They deserve it. Ma'am, what you did is against the law, and they're pressing charges. You have five minutes to get out here, or we'll get a warrant for your arrest and come back. Nice try, but I'm not stupid. I know my rights. And you're not allowed to enter my home without my consent or a search warrant. We can't search your home without a warrant. However, if we have a warrant for your arrest, we can legally enter your home and place you into custody. She was stubborn. Again, they went back and forth for a bit. After the allotted time passed, we went back to my house. The cops left to get a warrant, and we waited. Currently, a lawsuit is in order, and the trial is in a few days. She's in police custody. I have never found it easier to drive a stick shift knowing I won't have to deal with her condescending ways and tones. And then OP adds in an edit that her brother-in-law is suing her for about $60,000 for the damages. 
So this Karen is about to be taught a very expensive lesson. Our next Reddit post is from Les Wolfett. At the time this happened, I was just 32. I'm an army vet and I was shot seven months earlier and was still recovering. My girlfriend, Katie, who was also in the army, came home from deployment and we decided to finally come out to our parents as lesbians. And our parents were very accepting, thankfully. And then OP goes on to explain that her mom hosted a party with her aunt and a bunch of other people, including her fiancé. OP continues, Now, I committed a mortal sin in front of my entitled aunt. I had a beer. My aunt believes that girls shouldn't drink. Now, Amy, my sister, had a glass of wine, but Entitled Aunt said that wasn't as bad because Amy was a proper lady. And anyone who's argued with my sister knows that she isn't, but never mind. My aunt said to me, What are you doing? Having a beer. You can't have that. Why? You shouldn't be drinking. She turned to my dad. Control your sinning daughter. She's 32. She can have a bloody beer. No man will marry a girl like you. I was wearing my engagement ring, and I had a smug look on my face as I held it towards her. What was that, entitled aunt? She sputtered a little. Well, where is he then? Have your parents met him? Yeah. Have you kissed him yet? Yeah. You slut! Stay away from my daughter, you'll corrupt her. Her daughter was 28, and I knew for a fact that she had slept with her boyfriend. I lost my cool. I probably would have hit her, but Katie jumped up and held me back. My dad was angry too. Katie and I cooled off in my room for a bit before going back to my living room and talking with our cousin and Amy. My cousin apologized for about five minutes straight. This time, both Katie and I were having a beer with Katie sitting beside me on the sofa. My entitled aunt came back. She seized me with my beer and snatched it from me. How could you still be drinking when I told you not to? I don't have to listen to you, entitled aunt. Does your stupid fiancé know about this? Do you have his permission? Yeah. Call him then. Go on. Katie excused herself, and I saw her look. I knew what to do then. I took out my phone and flipped through recent call logs to find Katie's number. And as soon as my aunt saw the number named Sweetheart, she snatched my phone and called the number. Katie whispered something to Amy, and she nearly burst out laughing. Katie picked up her phone from across the room. She had it on silent, so we didn't hear it ring. And the second it connected, my stupid entitled aunt started on a rant about how slutty I'd been acting and how drunk I was. I was on my second beer and completely sober. Katie was laughing, and my entitled aunt ended with a question. Do you allow her to act so slutty and drink all the time? She'll corrupt my daughter. I don't have to let my fiancé drink. She does what she wants. The realization suddenly dawned on her. Her mouth opened like a fish, gaping at us. Amy was in hysterics. And since I don't give a flip, I patted the space beside me on the sofa looking at Katie. Come on, honey. We've only got two weeks until your redeployment. Katie grinned, walked over to lie beside me on the sofa as entitled aunt was still gaping. She yelled something about corrupting her daughter, threw my phone at the ground, and ran to my parents, and yelled at them for having such sinful daughters and supporting the work of Satan. And then OP posted an update. I'm a 32-year-old woman, and my fiancé, Katie, aren't religious, so we had our wedding at my parents' home in their garden. There were around 50 guests. I was in uniform, we're both army vets, and Katie had a beautiful dress. Everything was perfect until my stupid aunt objected to the wedding. 
She wasn't invited, but found the invite we had sent to our daughters because they're actually good people and decided she would come along. Now, about my aunt. She's racist, homophobic, sexist, probably a lot more I'm forgetting, and she hates me. She has since I was a kid. She calls me a devil child, claims the army gave me the gay, and that I'm a sinner who will go to hell. I've been atheist since I was 11, and she hates me for that, too. So this stupid woman decides to turn up in my wedding, in white. And not just that, it was clearly a wedding dress. Then she objects to it and said there's no such thing as gay marriage. My mother and Katie's mother yelled at her until she left. But afterwards at the reception, when I was talking to my sister and our cousin, we saw her again, sulking at the side of the garden, and our cousin was apologizing so much that I felt sorry for her. The entitled aunt storms over. She was mad at something again. She said, You effing whore, you don't deserve to be alive. I said, get the hell out. You weren't invited. You invited my daughters, so you invited me. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Katie walked over and hugged me to calm me down. She was holding my arm when my aunt went off on poor Katie. You're an effing whore too. I saw you with the best man. Katie did hug the best man, but the best man was her younger brother. I was ready to punch her, but I didn't. I let my mother handle it. She's a spitfire when she wants to be. Before she left, though, my sister Amy accidentally spilt red wine all down her white dress. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. We're still married, and our cousin sent us a photo of my 60-something-year-old aunt bawling her eyes out with a wine-stained dress. Thanks for reading, guys. So, when I got married, I hugged my younger brother, but I wish someone would have warned me. I didn't know that hugging my younger brother at a wedding would make me some sort of man-slut. Our next Reddit post is from DC Holic. I'm a 19-year-old girl and my parents' second child. I have three brothers, 21, 13, and 7 years old, and a sister who's 16. We grew up poor, and our parents were often dependent on financial help from relatives and friends for raising us. This is because, even though my dad has a mediocre job and my mom doesn't work, they just kept on popping out one kid after another. My parents are very religious and believe that children are a gift from God. Personally, I think that's total BS. My parents' reproductive choices wouldn't bother me if it hadn't caused mine and my siblings' lives to turn to garbage. While growing up, we never had new clothes or toys, and we had to accept handouts from family members who were better off. We never went out or did anything fun. To top it off, we were well aware that the rest of the family looked down on us for constantly asking for handouts. Now, my older brother and I have managed to get into good colleges and are looking forward to a future that would be better than our parents' lives. He and I were staying at our parents' place for a while due to the lockdown. One morning, my parents called all five of us into the living room. Mom said she had great news. The smile that was forming on my face died a quick death when she said, We're pregnant! I lost my temper. I asked them how they could be so stupid and irresponsible. Do they not have enough financial troubles already that they have to bring in another mouth to feed? My older brother tried to calm me down, but I was livid. After a lifetime of scarcity because of my parents' stupidity, they still hadn't learned their lesson. I asked them how they planned to provide for the kid. My dad told me I would have to give up the money that our great uncle had left me. He had left each of the five kids some money which we could only access once we turned 18. I said hell no. That money would help pay for my college expenses. 
He called me selfish for not being there for family. I told him if they couldn't provide for the kid, then they should get an abortion. My mom started crying and called me a heartless monster. Dad told me he was disgusted with me. I told them there was no way I was going to pay for their stupidity, and the only thing that I would be willing to pay for is a termination. What I was really worried about was my siblings' lives getting even worse. My older brother and I have escaped our parents' clutches, but the others, especially my younger sister, will be expected to help take care of this baby. No teenager deserves to have their adolescence ruined by diapers and a screaming baby. I know what it's like, as I had to go through that. It was expected of me to be an unpaid nanny to my younger brothers and sister. My older brother could go out with his friends and have fun, but I had to stay home and help give baths and feed the toddlers. I decided to get some family members involved so they could talk some sense into my parents. I called my mom's maternal cousin. She's one of my favorite people. When I told her that mom and dad were having another kid, she reacted with, What? Again? I told her everything and how they expected me to hand over my inheritance. She said she was going to speak to my parents and told me not to sign over anything. I promised her I wouldn't. I also called two of my first cousins, one of whom is an accountant, so she could explain to my parents how much of a financial liability this baby is going to be and try to convince them to either abort or give it up for adoption. I moved out of my parents' home a few days ago. I was only going to stay there until the lockdown was relaxed, but I just can't bear to listen to my mom's nagging about how this baby is a blessing and how I want to, quote, kill it. I moved into a friend's basement for a minimal rent. My mom's cousin paid them a visit a week ago and tried to tell them that they weren't doing this child any favors by bringing it into a life of poverty. My mom was very rude to my aunt and told her that, A woman who chose to remain barren will never understand a mother's love. My dad told her to get out. My aunt told me there was nothing she could do, but she did try. I didn't blame her. My cousin tried to explain the economic impact this kid would have, and my mom cried about how everyone was trying to take away my baby. The intervention didn't do anything, so now I've decided to cut contact with my parents. I just can't watch my family slide further and further into a hellhole. I'll be maintaining contact with my 16-year-old sister just to make sure my parents can't brainwash her. My older brother is going to stay in touch with all of them, which is a good thing since he can act as a link between me and my other siblings if my parents ever forbid me from talking to them. Otherwise, I'm done with these people. And then OP posted an update. Yesterday afternoon, I got a call from my older brother. He told me that my mom lost the baby. This is hardly surprising as she's in her 40s. I felt a huge wave of relief wash over me. My siblings' lives would not be worsened by my parents' insistence on adding another mouth to feed on an already tight budget. My sister wouldn't be asked to give up her inheritance so they could have money for their new baby. My brother told me my mom had been crying, and while I did feel bad for her, I was so glad to hear what had happened. I feel like we all dodged a huge bullet. My brother asked me to move back in for a while to help comfort my mom. I told him I wasn't going to move in because my college was going to reopen in a few days and I'm done with all the family drama. However, I did agree to come visit my mom, if only out of courtesy. In the evening, I went over to my parents' place. I took chocolate chip muffins for my mom, which I know she likes. My sister greeted me at the door and told me that mom had been in bed all day. After greeting my dad, I went into their bedroom. Mom was sitting up on the bed. I told her I was sorry about what happened and placed the muffins on the bedside table. She looked at me angrily, then threw the muffins at me. 
She screamed at me that she had lost her baby because of me, that I had caused her stress and it had caused her to lose the baby. She said I was probably glad that her baby was dead, which is true, but of course I didn't point that out. She called me a witch and said I had wished this upon her. She was screaming so loudly that all my siblings and my dad came rushing to the bedroom. She yelled at me to get out, so I did. I hugged my older brother and sister. Before I left, my dad told me that my mom was right, that my cruelty caused her to lose the baby. I told him this was a grossly unfair accusation and reminded him that at mom's age, it was quite common to miscarry. Then I walked out. I am so done with my parents and their stupidity. I can only hope they won't try for another kid. OP, your parents are disgusting. What's the point of having kids if you're just going to treat them like free slave labor and then steal from them? Your parents are insanely selfish, and I don't blame you at all for cutting them out of your life. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this podcast, then check out my Patreon where I publish extra podcast episodes. Also, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.